0: hey sam we do this coffee we do this podcast pretty early in the morning and um seems like coffee's involved quite a bit wouldn't you say we yes it is and we are big
1: fans of covert coffee covertcoffee.com um our our friend brian roasts in his home in ultua tennessee and ships anywhere in the u.s so um that is our coffee of preference yes what do you what do you love about brian's coffee Well, I love that he sources responsibly, that his beans are amazing, they're roasted to perfection. Mm -hmm. And I love that Brian is so obsessed with this, that you know what you're going to get when you order from him is like the quality. Even if you're not as obsessed with coffee as he
0: is, you know, you're going to get like his product is absolutely incredible. That's right. So if you like coffee and you like drinking good coffee, go to covertcoffee.com, order up a few pounds. You will not be sad. It is made with deep care and love.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to Tim and Sam, Sam and Tim, a podcast where Tim Gillespie and Sam Lenore invite you into a conversation with them and many of their friends where they explore life, faith, modern culture, and friendship.
0: Welcome back, everyone. This is Tim and Sam, Sam and Tim. Sam, how are you doing?
1: Ah, so good, Tim. How are you today? I'm good, Listen, I'm excited. This, I is, this is a big day for our show. Big it day. It is a
0: big day. It's It may be the biggest day we've had so far.
1: Right. Without a
0: doubt. No <laughs> offense to all our previous
1: guests. Right. I don't even remember uh, who they are. Because they're all important to us, but today.
0: But they are, <laughs> today they are eclipsed by who we like, have on the dear on listeners. The
2: show. I- I think you're uh, making this bigger than what it really is. Oh no, and it's
0: big.
1: You have already heard the voice of our guest, dear <laughs> listeners. Before we had the chance to introduce him, you've heard his sweet voice, uh, Tim. You want to start with the intro, or do you want me to?
0: Well, I was going to say that's what celebrities do. They just take advantage of anyone <laughs> they get. I, apparently, no, Sam. Since you're wearing the T-shirt to clearly suck up to our to our guest, well. why don't why don't you do the introduction? Please, Um, that I wrote you. Listen, (laughs) this
2: is. You get the one that I wrote. (laughs) Okay, Uh,
1: dear dear listeners, you you're in for a treat today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tim is especially jealous today because I am wearing a T-shirt that was handed to me (laughs) from his his very own hands at his home, if I may add. Um, I'm wearing the native tongue T-shirt from uh, Switchfoot's incredible album. Um, today we have with us as our guest, our friend, Jerome Fantamias, who is um, a musician and part of a band you all may have heard of, Grammy Award winning, uh, Dove Award winning also, right Jerome? I'm going to guess you. multiple Dove Awards. Yeah. Um, um, he's with us this morning, oh, today, believe it or not, because we're asynchronous, right Tim? But he's with right, us We don't right know now. when,
0: what time of the day it is.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I'm so giddy about this. And also nah. I am wearing a t-shirt, not just listen, when I was getting dressed this morning, I just thought, what should I wear? <laughs> what would, what would Tim feel the most? What would make Tim break well, the 10th not- commandment the most?
0: Hey, Sam, this is a weird introduction that it somehow went from talking about the person you were introducing to now talking about yourself about me. and mocking me <laughs> and still not actually saying his name. This is a fascinating...
2: No, I don't I think said, you did. I didn't Which reminds me though, I, I do have something for Tim.
0: Oh
2: uh, yes. The thing it's oh. I, mean, I have a, I have a whole warehouse. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, so you play in a band. That's I how that works. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Hey no, Jerome, but, we're so we're so glad
2: that you're here today. Thank you for thank yeah. you for joining us. Dude, I'm excited. I mean I when was the last time all three of us? actually
0: sat and talk in in a little studio in rialto i feel like that was the last time all three of us were in the same was room really is
1: that where it are could have see?
0: been years ago
1: was it rialto i thought it was i thought it was the azure hills area no was it colton colton was it, it colton? was in
2: uh um grand terrace i think uh, it
0: was maybe it was grand terrace
1: but we are we are getting ahead of ourselves a oh. little bit
0: um
1: <laughs> because that is part of our subject matter we're going to cover today jerome with you oh um, good the, the um collaborations <laughs> you've had that catapulted your career <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> my collabs so i want to let me just talk about a little bit of history a little bit of go, history because go when i um i was wanted to be in a band when i was when i was a, a young lad um before i started my own musical journey as they say and um <laughs> and so I remember one one day like my friends and I were like, Hey, we gotta go, we gotta go over to Glendale because there's this band playing. And oh. I was like, this band. And they're like, Yeah, this band, they're called Mortal, Mortal Wish. What? And I was like, I was like, Yes, let's go. So we drove all the way down to Glendale, and yes, we saw I saw Jerome in his first iteration, I believe.
2: Mortal was, Wish, yes.
0: Yeah, you yeah. and Gyro. Mm-hmm. And was there someone else in the band?
2: a couple a couple guys that we uh, grew up with Wilson Peralta and uh Ray Tompo.
0: Yeah man and we I remember watching you guys and I was just I was so blown away their music was so good and I was like these guys like they're going to make it and then here we are like <laughs> 45 years later 45 Well okay <laughs> years
2: later. Um, let's talk about history a little bit Yeah <laughs> man okay so Were you were you in high school around that time? I was in high school, yeah. So, um, while you were in high school, I was a a school ground supervisor at (laughs) La Sierra Elementary School. Yeah. And you didn't you go to the uh, the school the yeah? I went to the academy. Well, I remember, and that's when I was first starting out at Mortal Wish. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do remember. I think going to a play. Oh. And oh, this is going to be good. And I thought I want to say that you
0: were in the play. Which play are we talking about? I was in more than one.
2: Um Okay, I do remember the 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 director asking me to join in on the in the orchestra. Mhm. I think it was um, I think uh, Les Mis was it Les Mis?
0: It wasn't Les Mis. It was Sound of Music. I'm pretty much. I'm pretty um, sure. Shoot, I did.
2: I do remember though that I had to like. Uh, they asked me to like do some keys at the orchestra, <laughs> and I like the night before. I was like, you know, struggling. I, I just I wasn't that. I didn't do very good. As well, a, I'm, as I'm sure you did better than I, didn't I did do very good. But I do remember. I do remember looking over the high school and seeing this, all you guys, just like walking to your cool cars and like, <laughs> you know. Dude, you were in a
0: band, you were the coolest. And you you guys may have worn, I I remember very piratey shirts that you were wearing in that band. Piratey? A little like, like the Seinfeld pirate shirt. I remember that and I don't know if it was you or Gyro. I don't remember, I don't know for gyro sure. Gyro was
2: the other the, the guy that was also in my band. Yeah, we, no, we, mm. we, made, we made a band together.
0: And then, just for the record, when I was in college, um, I got to see a Fold Van Zandura show.
2: Whoa, yeah, Early.
0: at some yeah. warehouse in San Bernardino. Awesome. <laughs> and you guys were you guys were so good and so loud. It was so much fun, dude. I've been a fan forever. I just that's what I'm saying here is that I have been a fan forever of your music.
2: See that? No, that's that's awesome, Tim. I mean, hey. you know, we go way back. That's we do. Cool.
0: Yeah. So, Sam, you can take your T-shirt and. <laughs> wow. Wear it. I'm just saying oh. I've known Jerome for much longer than you have. Um, you you have. Let, let's you know what? Let's just let's
1: just put aside our rivalry today. Our Jerome okay. friendship <laughs> rivalry, because um, you will lose. Uh, that's true. So instead. I want to take a moment, Jerome, and read from your Wikipedia entry, um, which I referenced just earlier this morning in preparation for this interview. Can I read directly from it? Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, it's actually way more extensive than I I was. I was thinking I would find really Uh, it begins in reading. Jerome is an American musician. Uh, Fontamillas has played in several bands, notably with industrial rock band Mortal, which Tim referenced already, yes. and alternative rock band falls and Jura with longtime musical partner Gyro. Uh, since 2000, 2003, he has played with keyboards, guitar, and other instruments, lots of other instruments, I've seen you play many other instruments, as well as sung backing vocals in. Uh, Switchfoot is that how you pronounce it? The Switchfoot. Yeah.
2: And so uh, that is false. Oh. Because I joined them at 2000. So Wikipedia was false in that.
0: Hey,
1: uh, someone needs to correct this. Yeah. Tim, I assigned this to you.
0: <laughs> I'll correct it. I don't know how to do that, but I'll I'll fix it. In fact, do you want to be in there for how long? I'll put you in whatever number you
1: want. <laughs> I can put you in as a
0: founding member. It's Wikipedia. I can do whatever. <laughs> Hey, in. <laughs> um,
1: Jerome, I learned that you were born in, in uh, the Philippines. I thought I wanted, you were.
2: Oh, OK. So, um, but I, I mean, I, I came here when I was three. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I practically lived here mo- all my life. Yeah.
1: Does this have does this have something to do with why Switchfoot spent some time in the Philippines um, touring and recording or was it just coincidental? <laughs>
2: No, that's coincidental. I mean, we have, there's a lot of people in the Philippines that listen to our music and really awesome, awesome people. Mm-hmm. Like, I go back there and they, they really like are proud of like any like musicians from the States, you know, that are like Filipino heritage, you know, they, they really get into that. So really that's good awesome. people.
1: That's awesome! It is. Hey, so no, go ahead, Tim.
0: No, I was just gonna say our our band was really big in Namibia. Well, <laughs> just no, I'm was, just saying you've got the Philippines, but you know, we were we pretty took, big in, we in, Namibia. Took in. Namibia, and also <laughs> have you ever played there? Have you ever like toured there? We don't even. I'm not even sure it's a real place.
1: <laughs> we had to look it up in the map on the map to make sure that. we knew. we're also by the way we found out last week. Uh, what is it, Tim? In Denmark, this podcast.
0: Uh, this podcast is charting in the religious podcasts in Denmark. We are number one twenty nine, and we're we're pretty sure it's out of one thirty. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I, hey, I want to finish. The, we're in. That's good. We're hey, in, man. We're charting. We're <laughs> I want to finish the Wikipedia
1: fun because uh, it's really fun. Okay. <clears throat> There's a whole section. I don't want to call it tedious, but it's a little. You know, they go into detail about your years in, in the music industry. I actually see here that you, you did begin touring in 2000 with, it actually says, it says it this way in 2000, uh, Jerome quit his day job and started touring with Switchfoot short, you quit your day job. What was your day, day was job your day? by the way? Okay.
2: So the, the story there is, okay, this is actually really cool because, uh, we, I was in the studio with you guys in grand terrace. And we were recording a, a demo, right? Or an EP or something. Anyway, on my break, uh, John Foreman from the, my band calls me and asked me to join the band, play the band, while I was there, like, recording you guys. Wow. And, uh, and I turned wow. them down because I got a job in LA, um, uh, an office job, like filing and faxing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing is, um, I I had to turn. I had I I told uh, John. I said, Hey, you know what? Uh, I I I need to make money. I mean, I'm I'm not getting any younger. I need to start making a career out of myself. So I can't join your band. So sorry, you know. And so <laughs> while I was recording you guys, there there's the wow. story.
0: Wow. But, wow!
2: So the story there is. Um, uh, my first day on the job in LA, I hated it. And so my second day on the job, on my lunch break, I called John up and say, do you still need me to play for you guys? Cause I hate my job. <laughs> and they, he said, Oh yeah, we sure. Why don't you come on down? We'll, uh, and we'll, uh, try you out, you know? And then after my lunch break, I go to my boss and say, Hey, I quit. <laughs> wow so i was only in that job for a day and a half wow <laughs> so, that's, wow so yeah that's that's the story
1: i i had no idea that we were you were hanging out with us when that that happened i had no idea
2: but it was Incredible. a it was on a, like a break you guys decide to go out to eat or something and i got the call i just got the call but i i turned them down i i said no was it because, hey,
0: was it because when you were recording us, you thought there's real, there's potential here. <laughs> this may, the back end of this EP is probably gonna It's gonna make everything.
2: me, it's gonna be it's huge, you know? <laughs> and the, the funny thing is too, okay, around that time, um, Michael Connect uh, asked me to run sound for his church at Cro- the crosswalk, mm-hmm. Azure Hills. And I was getting ready to, uh, to do that. And then and then yeah obviously you know john Foreman calls me up and then um so i asked michael i said michael um i want to run sound for you guys but this band asked me to play for them yeah, i don't know i mean i didn't know them that well you know it's like mm. and michael actually said you should probably play for that band yeah probably <laughs> that's so probably a
0: but you were um, in you were in a lot of bands. I mean, because you were you were not just in the bands that you were playing in. But I remember you did a little stint with O.C. Supertones. I don't know if you
2: were just yeah in or... and that 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 actually was uh, it all falls into place when if you talk about me, you know, getting into music and stuff because because I uh, played in the Supertones. Uh, Switchwood actually came up to me. I was a bass player in my all, my other bands, you know. Hmm. And so they never knew me as a keyboard player. And so when I played for the Supertones I played the keyboards and then and Switchwood came up to me at one of the gigs and they said, "I didn't know you played keyboards." I'm like, "Yeah, you know, I, I I dabble in it, you know, here and there." And then they and then they just walked away, you know. And I'm like, "Oh, okay. But I never knew that in their head, you know, they actually we're thinking oh, we, we need a keyboard player you know mm. so that that all kind of ties in it's all weird like how everything ties in mm. Mm. so so how long so, have you been how long have you been a working musician uh, oh man uh, i I want to say uh, at least 27 28 years at I least i mean bar, barring mm. the
0: two days that you had an office
2: job <laughs> <laughs> The, it was a horrible job. Don't ever do it. It, well, it was at the, the tallest building in LA. So I'd have to drive like I lived in Loma Linda. And so like, I had to drive there at four in the morning. Oh, in the morning. I just
1: I, I want to say to <laughs> our dear listeners who are below the age of 30, that you said fax, they probably don't even know what faxing is. No, nope. this, this is the kind of job you had Filing with, and with faxing. Technology, technology that no longer even exists. So that was a dead end, Jerome. That was a dead end.
2: Well, I mean, at the time you're like, well, this up and coming band. I don't know how much to do. I don't know if I could support myself as a mm. career. And then there's this office job that, you know, mm. so I this mean, is, that was a lot to weigh out.
1: We should we should. This is probably where we should dive into the the substance of what we want to talk to you about today, Jerome. <laughs> um, So <clears throat> you would rather so this speaks to how passionate you are about music um i think that that you knew i would rather have the uncertainty of whatever this other thing is that feeds my soul than the certainty of an income sending faxes and filing uh like you knew without a doubt that is i'm gonna do that did it feel like were you were you like a hundred percent there's no doubt even if even if it means starving i would rather do that
2: you know what uh, to be honest not a hundred percent i mean you're you're going into a you know deep waters you you don't know if you're gonna survive uh you know my the i think the bottom the bottom line is i don't know if i'd ever be happy you know in an office job Unless you guys are hiring, Tim, then Tim, maybe, maybe. If you, you want know. to come work at Crosswalk, man, we'll, we'll clear the way. Whatever you need. No, but um, I think the it. I I, I had to, you know, like convince myself that would I would I, you know, eat ramen for the rest of my life, you know, because mm-hmm. you know, it, financially it, it it's the it's the worst decision you could ever make is to become a musician, you know, <laughs> uh, and so. I had to make that decision and I think at the bottom line is you know I I don't know if I would have been satisfied or happy with my life you know I'd rather like try something fail you know fail at it and but you know be satisfied that hey I at least I tried something that would you know give me you know some kind of you know satisfaction Mm. or purpose you know there's I mean that. I'd rather have that than do something that's second fiddle.
1: Yeah. When when did you know once you made the 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 leap or you took the leap, when did you know at what point did you know, okay, I think I don't have to eat ramen
0: anymore? <laughs>
1: like this I still do like, though.
2: I still do. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well, when you when you want to, right? Not because you have to. <laughs>
2: No, I, it was a while actually because I when I joined the band, I was I was just a touring member and we would play shows in front of 25 people, 50 mm. people. I mm. mean, you, you got to remember this is you know, uh, the band never really shot up that fast.
1: What yeah. was the breakout? Beautiful Letdown? Was that the
2: uh, no, that's yeah, I think it started with we were in the movie called Walk to Remember, our, mm-hmm. our music. And I think that kind of opened up a lot of doors. And so, and from then on, yeah, it even when the beautiful letdown came out, we I was still, uh, still iffy on if I really wanted to like be in the band. Cause I mean, you know, you, you never know. And um, it took that beautiful letdown, it took about two years of us. Constantly touring like doing like 200 300 250 shows a year. Wow you know, uh, Just constantly touring it. it really really wore us down and, and to get it to a point where oh, you know I'm I could make do this as a living, you know mm-hmm. so yeah, it took a while And they
0: um, have been around for a while. Switchfoot had been around for a while. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they they've been around since Well, they've been around about five years before I joined them
0: Okay, so, it, mm-hmm. I mean, so,
2: yeah, I remember seeing them. I took
0: my first job was in La Mesa um, at a church down there. I was the youth pastor, and I took a, I took a group of kids to. Um, uh, there was this big Christian thing that was happening down at the conference center in San Diego, and Switchfoot was like the midnight show on New Year's Eve, and um, <laughs> You've done a lot of it. <laughs> I, Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. It was before you were in the band. This was, really? like, this you was at three. The, this was 90, 97, it was the three of them, and like Legend, mm-hmm. I think they were still playing songs off Legend of Chen, um, which they, there had been all these punk bands before, and then they got up, and when they started playing, the kids in the youth group were like, uh, eh. <laughs> yeah, Which, don't don't tell your bandmates that. Um, no, and it had that, been a, that, had you know, been a long happens. night. <laughs> it had been like seven bands or something. So anyway, they, they were like, okay, we're ready to go. And I was like, well, these guys are kind of, they're kind of fun, they're kind of good. But it was like quirky, kind of stuff like that and so um so i'd known about them for a while but to me the beautiful letdown was the first like really solid rock album and then the you know the 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 following albums just kept getting better that was like
2: um they it was it was awesome because like i i joined the band then and they're like okay we let's let's redirect how we want to uh be as a band you know do you want to be you know like in the early days there was this fun surf punky kind of band or you want to be a band that people would want to take you seriously you know and mm-hmm. uh, i think that album kind of really propelled you know like the kind of message that we want to you know portray as a band
0: right mm. do you have writing credits on that album or did you come in as a touring musician at that point
2: no i i was i was a part of the recording on that oh, album that's awesome yeah so i i the album before learning to breathe I I was just the uh, the touring so I didn't have anything a part of that album but mm. you know hmm. beautiful let down on you know that's, that's it. all jerome yeah, no <laughs> 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 you know, i am just glad that the, when i called uh john up at my lunch break that they still needed a keyboard player yeah you could have
0: <laughs> <laughs> That 36 hours could have ruined your life, right? There. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the craziest things. Uh, yeah. But let me say this: I think you guys have one of the the most fun live shows. Oh, like nice. it's, yeah. it's amazing, man! Mm. You guys are
2: so much fun to watch. Okay, so when I when I first uh, joined them, we were not a very good live show band, and uh, we we the fun the. Funny thing is, we really we would re- rent rehearsal rooms and try to like get better as a live band, you know, like practice, like okay, this is how we want to be on stage, you know. It it was crazy. <laughs> now, when did hey. you guys
0: pull in Drew Shirley? Because he was he was in a band that we used to play with every once in a while. I don't know if we ever played with them, but they were around the same time, which was um, altogether together separate.
2: Yeah. So he, he actually drew, uh, altogether separate is, um, they came out of a, a college nearby La Sierra University where I went to school, uh, Cal Baptist University. Right. So they, they would tour the Riverside area a lot. And so mm. um, we asked them to join us during the Beautiful Letdown tour.
1: Mm.
2: Cause and, and, and like going back to what I said is um, we wanted to really like be taken seriously as a band, and like a, as a live band as well. Um, we needed to let John, the lead singer, be able to roam free, and uh, and I I I was too. It was too much for me to be a guitar player and a keyboard player, and and let John roam free. So we re- we we needed another guitar player, and so we that's when we asked him. Mm. He was good.
0: Now did you steal him from that band or was he was that not already? He uh,
2: that band actually also disbanded. I I want to say right before we asked him to join us. You know <laughs> Jerome we've
1: covered this subject before when we did the extensive history of Big Face Grace uh um which was covered, just self-indulgence let's be clear it was I'm pretty
0: sure no one <laughs> else cared. Pretty
1: pre- pretty much pretty much uh, we did have the awkward episode when we talked about the fact that Tim um, and his his first iteration of our band um, they basically stole members. They went and looked oh. at talent and they just they just took them. Really? They oh. Like you know, like I don't know if you've heard the story of King David when you know <laughs> the the sheep. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. Okay.
0: <clears throat> and we also picked up urchins that were just hanging out by the side of the road, which was not Facebook, <laughs> Sam Lenore.
2: Um, hey. I, Which reminds me, I, I can't find my Big Face Grey CD, so can I borrow one of yours? What
1: is? I don't know what a CD is anymore, Jerome.
2: <laughs> That's true. I, I don't have a CD player, so you have it? Tim, do you have it? Uh, I can Spotify? get you what you need. I can get you what you need. Listen, <laughs>
0: somebody put one of our albums on Spotify. We can't figure out who. And we're a little concerned about all the money they're making from it
1: <laughs> well um i will say i will say that the three songs you produced for us were probably the pinnacle of our musical I, I, career was, without a doubt problem. without a doubt
2: it sounds so good i'm telling you it was really good well that was because of you <laughs> yeah. because you
0: worked your magic uh, i remember watching <laughs> yeah. you use logic and i remember thinking okay this guy this guy knows how to make very Nominal musicians sound like they might know what they're doing.
1: Exactly. I remember thinking that was in the the years of the Matrix. I remember thinking Jerome is the Neo of music. <laughs> he has he has stepped right. into the Matrix, and, Which and is, we are we are there too.
2: <laughs> it is funny because I look at it and at that time in my life, I literally really didn't know what I was doing. So I'm glad you guys thought that. To, but well, you know, we should to do you do me. me I was like, I. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> in
1: honor of this moment, we should probably put those three songs on Spotify for our dear listeners to listen to, or release yeah. them somehow, right? Because I don't think they're anywhere right now.
0: I think so. I've got them. On I, my think drive. Drive. I think
1: they Google
0: I think they sound great.
1: We never released them.
0: Let's make that. Let's make that a. Thing. Let's make it happen. Let's <laughs> Which, make it happen. I don't know, Sam. Are you ready? You've taken. You've chosen this career in healthcare. Are you ready to divert? Oh. I don't. Hey, this. <laughs> we might have to go this on This show. Road.
1: This podcast is catapulting all it's it's catapulting all kinds of careers Jerome. Mm-hmm. Um, all, all kinds of things are coming mm-hmm. out of it if, Care- if, new careers
2: if i can get sway from a filing and faxing job you know that
1: <laughs> we've, <laughs> ended, we've ended some careers <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've confused a lot of people with this podcast
1: <laughs> um hey um let's let's do some other can we can we do some other questions Sure. Um, I want to ask about um, well the I think that the Wikipedia entry has a couple more things in it that I want to talk about. First is the your personal life all right so you are your personal life section
2: I have a personal actually, life section oh wow. it does it wow. does um, I haven't really looked at the Wikipedia. I'm, a, I'm afraid <laughs> don't
0: uh, actually you should. <laughs> I'm kind of scared. It's very nice. It's very nice. Actually. Very
1: thorough. It says, Fantamias is a Saturday Adventist. How do know this? Uh, I, well, <laughs> part of our questions has to do with fans. Okay. And we'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to so... fanhood. So clearly this was filled in by a fan uh, or maybe a few fans, a collection of fans. Because right. um, some, some <laughs> of the entries, some of the things they say about you um, have that footnote that says this citation needed
2: which which means, I don't someone know what just, means. <laughs> it,
1: it means someone someone knows
0: you and put stuff down and they don't have any <laughs> any way to prove it right? <laughs> sam did you do that <laughs> that could be your reference sam you could put it in and be like because jerome told me <laughs> that's what he said i don't know if that works <laughs> um it says uh, so anyway you
1: are um you know i i'm going to probably guess, I'm going to guess that the majority of our listeners are Seventh-day Adventists uh, because those are the circles that Tim and I have moved in. Um, what has it been like to be the Seventh-day Adventist in a, you know, a, a, a well-known band? I, uh, Adventists. Yeah.
2: Okay, so I, I don't know if you remember, Sam, <clears throat> but when I first joined the band in the early years, um, and I was trying to figure out, my place, you know, as a seven-day Adventist, I remember trying to call you a few times, saying, "Hey, Sam, you know, what, what does this mean, as a, being a seven-day Adventist?"
1: I do remember, yeah.
2: I'd call you. I mean, it, it, I did a lot of soul searching at that time. I think it was it was good for me as growing, you know. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing yeah. is, <clears throat> it, it a lot of <clears throat> a lot of Adventists have come out to the shows. You know, I think, I remember this one time <clears throat> I was at a meet and greet. I don't know where, but this guy comes up to me and starts shaking my hand and he goes, are you, uh, um, oh, oh, happy, great disappointment day. You know, <laughs> And I looked at him and he goes, and then he gives you the nod. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh. Okay. 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 Mm. And uh, so yeah, uh, there's a lot. I'm from all over the world. There are a lot of people. A lot of Adventists come out to the shows, and they're they are they get they get really stoked. They're like, you know, we really appreciate you being this this voice for you know mm-hmm. the Adventists, and mm-hmm. I think it's mm-hmm. really cool.
1: Hey, do you remember do you remember the show you played? It was it 2005 in mm. St. Louis on the yes. Arch? It was such yes. a it was such an iron, like a dramatic contrast and irony Tim have I talked you about this? Um, no, I think so. No, I don't. Know. It, was it was a general, a general con- conference. General the general, general conversation, conference right? That's happening a couple blocks away, right? Yes. And and Jerome and Switchwood's playing to 100,000 people under the arch.
2: It's probably my the biggest crowd that we've ever played in it's wow. really um, yeah. wow, you know. So so <laughs> here's
1: what's, here's the irony. He's playing in front of 100,000 people um, screaming fans. Then we walked it's, uh, next day, or maybe that same night or sometime, we walk over to the the Seventh-day Adventist General Conference session. No one there knows Jerome.
2: <laughs> I didn't mind, there's, <clears throat> there's, a, there's, you
1: know, another hundred thousand Adventists there. And we're moving <laughs> through the crowd. And um, he couldn't have done that in the other the other setting. But I thought it was a, a real interesting contrast. You
2: know, I, I thought it was really cool to see because I think that was like one of the first times that you've actually ever been to, went to my one of my shows, mm. and it was really cool. Hey, saying hey, Sam, come down to my show. I'm just playing down the street, you know, <laughs> underneath the arch, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah,
0: that's awesome. Yeah. With fireworks, amazing. fireworks. And- I have I have two <laughs> questions. My first question is, um, what's it like to play in front of a hundred thousand people? Like, what's that experience <clears> like?
2: Uh, it's it's like speaking in front of a hundred thousand people tim i wouldn't i wouldn't know what that's like (laughs) i've never done that or okay when you when you preach uh do you see everyone in your in in the congregation you know like when when you're speaking it's it's kind of like the same thing for me it's like i can't i want to connect with people but it's you can't if you can't see them you know, it's, right. you're literally only seeing the first two, three rows. You know, you see a, mm. a sea of heads, but then if, if you really want to connect, you can't. And so you just look at the first three shows, three rows. Yeah. Right. Mm. That's awesome. Okay. My second
0: thing is this I don't know if you're, I, I don't know if this is a question or not, but do you, well, yeah, it is. Uh, do you remember you guys were playing in Seattle one time and I sort of randomly showed up with Mark uh, Butler? I don't yeah. know if you remember this. Yeah, because I was I was actually I was flying and I was going to Wenatchee, Washington, and I had a layover and Mark called me and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? And He's like, Oh, I'm at a Starbucks with Jerome in Seattle. And I'm like, Oh, I just landed ah. in Seattle. And he's like, Oh, you should come to the show. So I changed my flight. And I called my wife's uncle. And I said, I said, Hey, um, could you could you come pick me up at the airport and take me downtown? And he literally said, sure let me put my pants on he never said he never even asked me why picked me up at the airport took me to wherever you were playing in um in seattle and i hung out with you guys for a little bit afterwards and then went back to the airport and slept on a bench
2: i i i I
0: remember a little bit of that well i remember you guys had just gotten a bus i think from sony and you were very excited oh then that was in the early days that was in
2: that was like my a sea of like 200 shows. Yeah, you know, um, mm. I do remember actually um, having Mark call you. I do remember that conversation. Yeah, you know, at Starbucks. But
0: that's your show was so amazing. It was so much fun. You guys, the whole band was super gracious. You guys all introduced me, and mm. then you showed me your bus, which just made me jealous. <laughs> mm.
2: Tour bus, the tour. It made line. me
0: jealous, and then I thought, oh, these guys are all living together, sleeping in bunk beds. I don't know if I'm as jealous now.
2: <laughs> well it's yeah i mean yeah
1: it's, uh, hey so now so th- let's open that next uh subject uh can okay. we turn drum uh, touring what is um a life of touring like 250 shows man that is the majority of your year spent in a in the bus right
2: but no um it's it's a mix a lot of it if in, in order to play that many shows you got to fly you know, mm-hmm. sometimes when you do like maybe two or three shows a day, you literally have to fly, come back, you know, get on a bus. So it's like a mix. It's a mix. Right. It's it's brutal. But, mm-hmm. you know, flying is brutal, Sam. <laughs> you fly <laughs> all the is. time.
1: <laughs> yes, it can't boil. um, This year, there's been nothing. Uh, which we'll get to talking about in a minute. But yeah, it can be hard. So how how did you do it? How do you survive the tour in life? Do you have like a a routine you do or do you have like a the best, like the top three things Jerome does when he's on the road <laughs> to stay healthy, sane, connected?
2: Um, that That is actually a good question because um, when I'm on the road, I like just wandering by myself and going to a coffee shop and just sitting there and either reading or listening to music or or just in seeing the scenery so i like that's one of the best things that i like to do on tour is just going away and hitting drinking some coffee at a coffee shop so mm. the other thing is what keeps me sane is literally like um that keeps me like kind of grounded is i i love um calling home facetiming my family is Mm -hmm. one of the things that like after you after you do that you know life is a little bit better you know it always feels better you could actually go you know Mm -hmm. so that helps a lot so
1: your family your family travels with you occasionally right
2: occasionally but it's crazy like when you have two growing boys that have a different uh, uh, a different agenda, you know. It, mm. they, it's it's crazy. It's better that they stay home, you know. <laughs> I'm glad my wife is really <laughs> really good at uh, putting whipping them together.
1: <laughs> According to Wikipedia, you are married, right? Yes, here. He married his wife Christy, who is a photographer. Is is accurate?
2: Yeah, and Sam, you did it. Does it say that you
1: married us? I this, is, no a, this, is, this is an issue I want to raise here. Nowhere <laughs> in your Wikipedia am I mentioned not once, Jerome. <laughs> you married us, <laughs> yes, December 2005. I cannot believe it. actually
2: okay, hour. Tim. This is funny because Sam was our marriage counselor, I
0: did. Tr- oh, yes, in trouble.
2: Yeah, I know it was awkward. <laughs> that was awesome, actually. <laughs> it was a really cool
0: no Sam's uh, very good sam has some skills he's very good at weddings and he's got a pretty good batting average from what i understand most of his, most of his people have stayed together
1: thanks tim thank you
0: very much for here uh, jerome i do have a question about that did you stop your wedding in the middle of the wedding to give him a gift because there have been couples that have done that
2: which what I find, um i find strange. i didn't know i was supposed to i would have but like i
0: don't think that's reasonable to do ever
2: protocol we, <laughs> um nobody's ever episode. stopped their wedding to give me a gift as their pastor As you and can I, see, I don't know that
0: i would accept it because i feel like no 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 this is your time but apparently that's not how sam works i don't know It's weird
1: um yeah weddings are about me the official
2: <laughs> <laughs> so
0: so oh, yeah you oh, should oh, be, oh, be on his wikipedia page clearly
2: so uh going back to tour life yeah. Um, yeah the uh which is funny because i haven't toured this year obviously <coughs> you probably won't see a, a musical tour for another six months at least you know mm. any band you know but <clears throat> and and uh the <coughs> idea when you you bring up hey have <coughs> i um ever brought my family with me well last year um we went to europe and i brought my mm. family with me because we uh opened up for this other band you might have heard of called bon jovi Yeah, <laughs> I heard. i'm not familiar not i don't we, we which yeah, is really
1: name awesome. a song i don't i don't know name a song <laughs> well it,
2: it 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 was really cool because okay um our latest album native tongue the shirt that you're wearing my son is the the picture the boy there he's the one uh. the picture there and so um in europe in front of you know, sixty thousand people. They would plaster that album cover, there. Wow. and my boys were just like, I mean, it was really unreal to them, like seeing this huge thing in front of sixty thousand people. Like, no, that's that's my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, are wow. they? Are they like? Are they like, Dad? You're you're a rock star.
0: Are they like, hey, w- like? W- when are we going to eat? Like, are they impressed by you, or are they kind of nonplussed? Like, you know, this is taking too they long. They are anymore. definitely not impressed.
2: <laughs> they don't even care. Uh... <laughs> but you know, they—I um, know—I think deep down they are—they—they they care a little bit because they—they really enjoyed being on the tour bus, being mm. on the road, flying. You know, I, and they like—they like that aspect of it. So that's such a cool thing to give your kids actually that's so it is so awesome yeah it was it was a once in a lifetime tour last summer that was a big deal mm-hmm. and the crazy thing is i it's probably not going to happen again to have that many people you know, right. in a stadium ever you know probably for the mm-hmm. a, for not for a while and so to mm-hmm. be able to experience that with the boys you know that, mm-hmm. that's pretty cool
0: so what are so, you guys doing now that you're not touring? Sorry, Sam. I don't know. No, no, was, was it's question. exactly
1: what I was going to ask. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. What are you
0: guys doing now? Let us, um, let, let our dear listeners know.
2: Uh, well, okay. So, uh, I mean, uh, as a musician you crave connection and, uh, and you make music so that you could connect with people and w- with the whole, um, lockdown and everything, it's just not happening and uh, everything closing in. So as a band, we decided, Hey, let's, um, it may not be as uh, awesome, but like, uh, let's do some live streaming concerts, and and so we, uh, uh, once a month we would do these live stream concerts, you know, and and um, I mean it, it's not like the real thing, but you know, with the live stream you could, you know, people you could have chats and you could see people like chatting and everything, and it, that kind of connects you with them, and you could you could respond, you know, uh, in, in a live setting. And so, I mean, that really is awesome. But you guys sh- have to watch these live streams. They're, they're pretty fun.
1: Well, I have, and they're amazing. They're pretty amazing. Yeah. I highly recommend so them to your listeners. Do you archive them somewhere for people to go back and watch them?
2: Well, we, we archive them, but it, uh, because it's a live stream, we just want to keep it special and just run it for a certain time and then mm. it's done, you know we might release it, you know, down the line, but we, you know, it's only there for a short period of time. Yeah.
1: It's so good, man. It's so good.
0: And just for the record, you're
2: not just a recording artist. Cause you
0: guys did a movie as well.
2: Yeah. I mean, I could chalk up, you know, doing a soundtrack for a movie, being in a movie. We, we did a, uh, it's a documentary called fading West. And what it is, is, uh, we had this camera crew just follow us for like, you know, A few months documenting our travels and um and uh one of the one of the documentation is us touring in australia with marilyn manson Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool (laughs) that's interesting was that
0: a weird (laughs) was that a weird tour like how was that
2: it's different I want to say. I mean, we we've, we've toured with a lot of bands, so and a lot of artists, and, and a lot of great artists, and so it, to us, it's just a regular tour. But the, it's the type of people that come to it. It's it's just different. Different people come to different concerts, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: hey, um, so you you think I want to ask you about something you said a minute ago? You think it's going to be at least six months um, before we start seeing any anything happen uh, in the music scene? Live? Um,
2: I, I want to say, I mean, it it doesn't look good for any musician, any bands right now, like literally mm. nothing. And uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, but it, it's going to be a few months. You no, know? mm.
1: and and um, you don't think we'll ever get back to Stadium Fools like like um... not
2: for a while. I, it, I mean, that that n- this new normal is not going to be you're not going to see that for a while. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. It's
0: one of it's a it's a weird time for sure. We're all having to recalibrate our expectations and what we do. And I are does that put you guys in the studio? You got have you guys been in the studio writing? I mean, or how are you using this time? Obviously the live streams, but what uh, yeah. Are you guys doing?
2: Uh, we are actually right now uh in pre-production for a re- record and so uh are we what's funny is we have about 200 songs that we want to record and but we have to narrow it down to about 10. yeah
0: <laughs> 200 i mean that's quite an anthology you could put out yeah, there. It, that's amazing it's
2: really good it's re- i gotta i gotta let you listen to some i mean you know don't tell anyone else but oh uh... recorded huh uh, <laughs> we, won't tell, we won't tell anyone i mean the people
0: in denmark the people in denmark will know
2: but millions of people have now millions. become aware <laughs> no we are we are recording now. hopefully it'll come out some uh mid next year sometime but mm-hmm. really really good stuff we are um uh, working with this producer uh tony berg who's who's done a lot of bands like beck and uh you know phantom planet uh I mean, a lot of a lot of artists. And so he, he's really pushing us as musicians. Wow. That's so cool.
1: Hey, Jerome, we want to um, close this um, episode. But close oh, them.
0: We are. But, so, I- hey, but <laughs> we want to we want to be a sequel. We want to continue the conversation if you're amenable to it.
1: Yes, I love this. Um, but we want to ask you so, to close this one. Um, yeah want to ask you a, a question about um, how about a, um, a lesson, some lessons for anyone who is wanting to do this for life, um, right. <laughs> like a Jerome, like a Jerome nugget of wisdom <laughs> <laughs> about, you know, what it takes to make it. We already know. We already know one lesson. Hey, if you're filing and faxing. Yeah listen call, if right? you're if you're filing a
0: vaccine right now you're in trouble you're not we'll in a good power. position
1: you're not in a good position to... yeah but let's say there's a there's a young musician that's listening um as you heard tim mentors a lot of them um and they're thinking man what is what is it what's at the core of what what um causes a person to to do like what is what would you say to them focus on this
2: <laughs> uh it's my my take on music and and being in music is you can't you, you have to you have to really dig deep because it's 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 a, a pretty big commitment and uh, there's a lot of a uh, it's it's a roller coaster and you know you you got to be be able to brace for the fact that it's it's not not always going to be really you know you're not always going to play in front of 60,000 people for the one of the biggest bands on the planet, you know, Mm. um, it's, you have to, uh, you have to, um, put it in a way that if you get, if this is what you you have to love what you're doing, Mm. you really have to love what you're doing and you really, um, want to be able to, uh, share, this this love you know to music and if if, if you're just if your your heart is not in it, it you, and you're gonna share this it, it doesn't make sense you know it doesn't make sense to me if if you're doing music just to to become famous or to to get yeah. adoration or anything because because you're you're putting upon people a, a false idea you know you gotta yeah. you have to do music because you believe in it and <clears throat> and you're bringing hope to you know to people and and, the, and and it just it gives me a lot of purpose I, I don't like doing music for you know I mean uh, you, you tell me that oh yeah there's millions of people that hear it you know it, it, that just you know this goes over my head the, the, the thing that really brings me joy is that you know when someone hears it and they're like yeah you know i find hope in it i find i find there's something more than what i'm i have and the music has changed me in that fact so i I mean for me if you're gonna do music you just really you want to do it for the right reasons Mm -hmm. awesome that's
0: good that's good Thank just you me. Jerome. We're just really <laughs> appreciative that you would spend some time with with fans. Um, cuz really that's yeah. what we are. Hopefully friends but but I fans. I mean we
2: fans that we've known for like years. Yep. Yep. Again, we've come to my it house.
0: <laughs> well, I've never. I've never only Tim. On, I've been to your house. It's true. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have. Awesome. Anyway, um, listen, this is uh, Tim and Sam, Sam and Tim with Jerome. Thanks again for being here. And uh, dear listener, we a- appreciate you all. Thank you for making us number 129 in Denmark. <laughs> Maybe we could get to number 128. We could do Dude, it. We'll be there with you, I think. I think. And definitely you'll sell more albums now. I hope sure. so. i going to need it.
2: <laughs>
0: awesome. Thank you guys awesome. for being here.
1: Our podcast and its theme music is produced by Michael Lenore and our content manager is Teresa Rojas. Tim is the lead pastor of Crosswalk Church in Redlands, California and Sam oversees spiritual care for Adventist Health. Thank you for joining them for today's conversation. For more information on what they have going on or to support their ministry financially, visit www.samandtim.com. That is S-A-M, the letter N, T-I-M.com.